Welcome to Exploring Cleveland. I'm Heidi. And I'm Tony. And we are two friends living in Northeast Ohio. Doing a podcast telling the world about Cleveland. Join us as we retell our adventures exploring this great city. We hope that these adventures help to inspire you to make your own Cleveland memories. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, Otter. Mm-hmm. You ever watch that? Yeah, I'm older than you, remember? Not very much. <laughs> You're like two months older. But still, you don't get to play that card with me. Some people don't know about that. Have you ever watched the show The Greatest American Hero? <laughs> I love that show. He never, ever made a landing. You know that was only on the air for like one or two years? Yes. I never even realized that. We looked it up on Amazon. Because there was something, it was like a commercial or something, and I said to Paul, I go, oh, that's The Greatest American Hero. And he was like, what are you talking about? Do you mean to tell me he didn't know what that was? He did not know. Oh, I know what it was. It was the song. It was the theme song. Yes. There was a commercial that used the theme song, and I was like, believe it or not, I'm walking on air. (laughs) Yes. I'm like, that's from The Greatest American Hero. Anyways, he didn't know it, so we looked it up on Amazon. We watched the first episode, which was really bad. It was a horrible show. But I loved that show. I loved it, too. And that guy with the curly hair. Anyways. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about right I now. Know it's not. <laughs> but that was a great show. For sure. I mean, back in the day. And a great theme song. It was. <laughs> Yeah, I we, think I we ha- need to come up with a theme song like that. I know. You know, I think I had that on a 45, which also I say to Paul like every other day, I think I had the song on 45. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I used to do? I used to, I had a girlfriend and I, we were real little and we were always on roller skates. We brought out our record player. We made up dance routines and stuff. I need to tell you one more story about because I've been telling this story recently and I'm not sure why I've been saying this. That same person, she and I would call into the radio station for the top eight at eight. Do you remember that? Yes. The top eight at eight. I think they just stopped that a few years ago. They might still do it. I don't know. Maybe I don't, they do. I don't listen to the radio. She and I would call the radio and we would say, you know, we want pour some sugar on me at eight o'clock and we'd hang up and we'd call back and we'd hang up. Well, let me tell you, the phone bill came to my house because it was my house that we did that at. (laughs) And back in those days, it was a toll call to call your radio station. So there were like all of these like individual (laughs) calls for our top eight at eight. And the thing is, is I don't think we even listened to it. I think we just would call in, but I don't think either of us were listening oh to the radio gosh. at, at eight o'clock. Oh my daughter. So anyways, those were back in the We didn't have America. a radio when I was little. You, radio just... is free. <laughs> <laughs> it was free. Look, we had government cheese. I did too. We had government cheese. And let me just tell you, the car that we rode in, you had to put your feet on the sides because oh, there was no floor. Like <laughs> on uh, the movie, Where the Heart Is. Yeah. You, I mean, that's yeah. the truth. My I've, mom's no buff. I believe that. Have you been to Wahlburgers? I've not. You know why I bring that up? Why? Well, one, there's one in Cleveland. Well, I know that. Okay. And I've never been there. And let me just and tell you. And you know you, what they have on the menu? What do they have on the menu? Something you just said. What did you have growing up? Government cheese. That's on their menu. No way. It is. We need to go there. And you know that New Kids on the Block 
yeah. That was, was my first who concert. Who was my favorite? That was my first concert ever, too. And who was my favorite? Was it Donnie? Of course it was okay. Donnie. That was, was always. He was not my favorite. Who was your favorite? Joey. Joey. I love Joey and his little high-pitched voice. <laughs> I did. Jordan's was more high-pitched. Oh, God, yeah. He totally was. <laughs> Anyways. Donnie was probably my second favorite. But can I tell you a little bit about Donnie now? I mean, I still love Donnie. Yeah. I think he's the greatest. Yeah. But I love that he is married to Jenny McCarthy. Oh, me too. I think they're the greatest couple ever. And Donnie I love, loves Jenny. And yes. I love her so much. I do too. She's on The Mass Singer, and I watch The Mass Singer I do too. religiously. Yeah. I just think she's beautiful. Well, I follow her on TikTok. I, she's funny. She's hilarious. She's gorgeous. Oh, God, yes. And I love the fact that she goes on there with no makeup on and her hair in a ponytail, and she's in her workout clothes and everything like that and she's still gorgeous oh she is 100 percent. i love her so much but we probably just lost a thousand listeners i don't care we're in negative a thousand (laughs) (laughs) i don't care they really need to they they need to know jenny's amazing she is amazing why girl i 100 agree with you i 100 agree she's wonderful that is not what we're here to talk about no actually we're here to talk about Masthead Brewing Company. We are. You would think that maybe we had some brewskis for this intro. We did not. We didn't have anything, really. Maybe it's lack of sleep. Maybe. Could be. We were so nervous at the beginning of all this, and now who gives a crap? If you like this podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and leave a review. If you visit any of the places that we've talked about, let us know about your adventures on our social media pages. Exploring Cleveland with Heidi and Tony on Facebook and Instagram. We look forward to seeing your comments. Now let's get back to our adventures. So we decided that we were going to go out to dinner. Yes. At a Cleveland restaurant that was downtown. Cleveland owned. We decided on Masthead Brewing Company. It was a great decision. First time for both of us going there. Correct. We went in and they have a little note at the front. It's seat yourself. Grab a menu. Grab a menu. And take a seat. Let's be honest about what it is. All of the seats is like community seating. So just these major long tables. Yes. That you find two seats together amongst friends or people yet to be friends. Correct. They have one or two smaller tables. And they had a little section kind of reserved off that we weren't privy to because somebody was having a birthday party. Yes. And they were having a good old time over there. They They were. That party, several of those people came and spoke to us. It was a good night for them. Yes. It was a great night for us, too. Oh, 100%. Anyways, you take a menu and you take a seat. And we actually got to sit right at the kitchen kitchen bar. Yes. I love that. I did love that. That was a lot of fun. I loved it, too. That was a lot of fun because we got to interact with the chefs and the people who were making the food. And And they were great. And they were recommending things to us. We chatted up with them and asked them what they liked, what they recommended. They had a lot to share with us. Couple things that I want to touch base about. Masthead Brewing Company is located in the historic Bryant Building at 1261 Superior Avenue, downtown Cleveland. It's actually within walking distance from Playhouse Square. It's like two blocks. It is in the building that was originally built in 1921 as an automotive dealership, which they said while we were there that was a Ford dealership. Yeah, I'm not sure why it's not mentioned in their story. Yeah, I'm right on their website. And it may be because uh, licensing rights. I find this even more fascinating than what the dealership was. The building is on the National Registered of Historic Places. 
So I think that that's pretty cool. Now the tap room itself, and this again is coming straight from their website, it features 300 seats and a 100 foot long bar, which again, I find all this to be fascinating. 100 foot long bar. Yeah, it, it's huge. It is. And if you have a dog, Tony yeah. has two dogs. I do. There is a patio of 50 seats and a very nice view of downtown Cleveland. Yes, and we will post pictures again of that on our social media social media site. So once you decide what it is that you want, now what they are known for are these wood fire pizzas. So they have this amazing wood fire grill. Yes. Oven. We have pictures. Wood fire oven. Right. <laughs> yes. They make their own dough. They do. And they toss their own dough. They do. Then they have other things on the menu as well, right? So They do. They have shareable uh, appetizers. They have salads. They have a couple of desserts. Their pizzas are Neapolitan style. They're all cut into six slices. It's only one size. They're very good. Yeah. I really enjoyed the pizza. So which one did we get? Chicken Bacon Ranch. Which had sriracha on it. It did have sriracha. And I will tell you that I am not a fan of sriracha. Yes, but you ate the pizza. I ate most of the pizza, I think. <laughs> we also got Brussels sprouts. The Brussels sprouts were great also. Well, I was not a fan of the apples in the Brussels sprouts, yes. but Heidi loved them. I was so happy that there's baked apples with Brussels sprouts. I'd never even heard of that before. Well, I'm just not a fan of apples in general. So one thing I keep bringing up to Tony, as soon as we sat down, <laughs> she said, I'm not a fan of chorizo. I'm not a fan of mushrooms. I'm like, okay, well, those are my two favorite things. Literally, those are probably two of my most favorite foods, chorizo and mushrooms. I, I love both of those. I could eat them on anything. And as soon as we sit down, she says no to both. And I'm like, oh, we have total different palates about everything. Right. But we Maybe worked it out. Maybe not everything. But... Well, but we worked it out. Yes. Because you did like the chicken bacon ranch. Yes. You did like the Brussels sprouts. I also like the Brussels sprouts as long as I didn't have to eat any apples. Uh -huh. And that worked out just fine. Yes. We actually finished off both of those things. We did. Between the two of us. And we also got everything. pretzel. Everything pretzel. Mm -hmm. And that comes with three different sauces. And so we each took the sauce that we liked. Yeah, and that worked out quite well. <laughs> we did not finish that because, let's get real, that's a lot of food. The everything pretzel, just to be clear on what that is, it's like the everything bagel, right? It just has all that everything seasoning. Seasoning, yes. The three sauces that it comes with is the stadium mustard. Yes. That's the one that neither of us really went for. Right, because it's just typical. Yes. There was an IPA mustard that I thought was divine. Yes. I loved it. It's it was sweet. It was too yes. sweet for my life. It was that I love sweet heat is one of my most favorite of things. And then you had pimento cheese, and it was great. That was good too. I would I will say that I like was that. spicy. That that mm -hmm. did have sriracha in it also. But it was a nice blend because the cheese tames it down a little bit. Yeah. You know why I don't like sriracha? Because it's spicy. It has no. I like spicy. I'll eat Frank's Red Hot. I put that shit on everything. <laughs> As they say to do. Anyways, <laughs> I don't like sriracha because it has sugar in it, because it's sweet. I didn't realize it had sugar in it. Yeah, it does. Mm. Yeah, so I prefer Red Hot. So we had some spice to our meal. Yes, and they, they do offer white pizzas and red pizzas. We got to talk to the manager. He gave us a lot of insight. He, he mentioned that the floor. Oh, yeah, the, the floor, floor was original. Was the original floor from when it was the... Auto place, yeah. They have how many stills? 
I think it was 19. I believe I said it a few times so that I would remember that it was 19. And they also can their own beers there. So you can buy Masthead Brewing beer in local supermarkets. I think Heinen's is one of the ones that you can. Yes, they did mention um, Heinen's. I don't know where else they. I think they really only mentioned Heinen's. You can buy a four pack there. You can buy a crowler or you could buy a growler there. But to get a crowler or a growler, you have to buy something that's not in the four pack. So if you want to buy one of the flavors that are in the four pack, that's how you would have to get it. I personally bought a crowler. I bought the jalapeno IPA. I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't bad. I mean, that was, I tasted all of the ones that you got in your flight. I was going to say, so while you're there, you can get four beers in a flight, four ounces for each beer. And it's $11. Listen, I don't think that that's that bad of a price to get four different beers. So my beers that I got were the Masthead Jalapeno IPA. I got the Masthead Sunday Transfer. I got the Masthead Oktoberfest. And then, Tony, I got... The worst one of them all. (laughs) The Masthead Baseball Bat. I just want to point out that I am not a beer drinker at all. Yes, as I said, we have different palettes. Yes. I am not a stout person, but this baseball bat is an imperial spout that's full of real raspberries and peanut butter. And you get the hint of peanut butter as you're drinking it. And then a few seconds later, you realize that these raspberry notes are pleasantly on your palate. And oh my goodness, I just really enjoyed it. I wanted to get a four pack of that, but they didn't have it. And I felt that it was too much of a dessert beer. It's very rich. Yeah, it's very rich. I didn't want to get it as one of those crawlers. So for my Prowler take home. I ended up with the Masthead Jalapeno IPA. So with the Jalapeno IPA and all of our Sriracha sauces and things like that, it was a pretty spicy dinner. And I will tell you that I would I would probably have a few sips of the Jalapeno IPA. Not being a beer drinker, mm-hmm. I would I would recommend that one. You know, the thing is, is I never drank beer either. And it wasn't until I started sampling different ones to try and figure out. Because beer, there's different kinds. There's like hoppy beer. There's nice like amber flavored or caramel flavored. There's the stout beers. And with all of these different breweries that are popping up and they're making their own signature tastes. Well, and that's um, why I tasted all of them. I think that it helps. And I think that flight is a good way to go to try different ones to figure out if you're not a beer drinker, you know, try and just figure out ones that maybe you might be interested in, but you don't have to make that full commitment to buying the whole beer. So they also have cocktails and that's what Tony got was a cocktail. Which one did. did you get? I had the Agave Collins, which is Salsa Silver Tequila, Agave Nectar, Luxorado and lemon juice. It was very good. Well, yeah, tequila. It was a a small, well, tequila's my favorite. Yeah. (laughs) It is a small drink, but I really only needed one. It was a really good drink. So that was our dinner. A couple things that we didn't mention is the bathroom. Oh, yeah, the bathroom. Bathrooms were were clean. Well, we only went into the ladies' room. (laughs) 
That's true. But the ladies' bathroom was clean. It was. I think I counted like four or five stalls. I did make sure to ask management if the men's room did have a changing table for the babies, Mm -hmm. and it does. I wasn't that concerned about because I felt like it's a bar, you know, bringing babies to a bar. But people do it. That is true. And they said that for Cleveland Browns games on Sundays when the Browns are in town, that it's full to capacity from the minute that it opens, sometimes through the game. Sometimes kids are down there for that. It's a community kind of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I think, well, they do I feel pizza. Like kids like pizza. Yeah, it's pizza and, you know, stuff like that. And you can kind of run around. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, you're not going to get in trouble. In yeah, you could run around in there. If you we didn't mention either about how you order. That's yes. something you need to know. When you go in there... And get your menu and you sit down and figure out what you want. You have to walk up to the bar and place your order at the bar. And then they give you a little vibrating thingy. And like that the buzzer. lets you know when your order's ready. And you walk up to the kitchen part. Yeah, there's signs that'll say. so, And they tell you. So you go up to order. They give you your beeper, if you will, or buzzer. Then when your food's ready, there's a place that says pick up. And you pick up your silverware. You pick up your napkins. Even your to-go containers are over there. Any sort of sauces or like red pepper flakes are there. They basically have eliminated the waitress or the waiter staff. Yeah, there's no wait staff at all. There's not. There's just barbacks who clean up the tables. You do not have to clean up your own table. So that to me is a perk. There is a water station so that you can go and fill up water glasses. Like I said, so there's just the bartenders and the cook staff. It does make it for more efficiency. You're not like waiting for somebody to bring you anything. If you want something, you take charge and you go to get it. I, I really like The atmosphere was great. The staff were great. The cooks were great. The management was great. The bartenders were great. Everybody was awesome. One thing also that we should mention about Masthead Brewing is their kitchen closes one hour before the dining room closes. And their kitchen is exposed, so they can't hide much of anything there. And I will say both Tony and I were pleasantly surprised about how they followed basically Basically, the food dietary guidelines. And health and safety yes. of everything. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Every, everybody worked well together. Everybody oh, knew yeah. their job. It was, it was quite amazing. I've worked in restaurants many, many times. It was very efficient, the way that they ran things. And they were very friendly to help us out of what we should order. Because we asked, like, well, we haven't been here. What do you recommend? Even the beers were recommended to me. I definitely well, recommend Well, and Squirrel, it. we talked to. Yes. Who is one of the chefs there. Since they opened opened in 2017. I don't know if he might have been the kitchen manager. He seemed to be the one that people would go to in the kitchen if they needed something. Yes. Maybe just because he's been there since they opened. Yes. I don't know. But he did talk to us a lot about how things run there and his favorite things. and About making the dough and about making the pizzas. He talked to us about all that stuff. everything is fresh there. Yes. Everything is fresh. And tasty. Very tasty. We talked to Ryan in the kitchen also. We did. Talked to Derek in the kitchen. Yes. Well, because we were sitting right at the bar where the kitchen is. Not at the, the bar bar, but we were sitting at the kitchen bar. Yes. And they welcomed us there. They did. You know, we, we were trying to find a place to sit, and some of the tables weren't just cleaned yet. They motioned over that we could yeah, come. Yeah, they, they told us that we, we were welcome to come sit at the bar that was right there at the kitchen. So we went ahead and sat there. And I loved it. I did love sitting there because it gave us the opportunity to talk to people. And they didn't know why we were talking to them or why we were asking the questions. So I feel like we got more, like, honest answers and, you yes. know, more organic conversation with them. Right. 
We spoke to Aaron, the manager, quite a bit. He was very helpful and kind. Even when I went up to order at the bar, because I did place our orders at the bar, I went up to pay at the bar, I ordered my crowler at the bar. You know, all of those people were super friendly every step of the way. I felt they were helpful and, and they friendly. Loved, they, they loved their jobs. Like mm-hmm. we asked if they enjoyed working there. We asked where they've worked before. They loved their jobs. Well, it was a place that was well-respected amongst the employees. Yes, very much so. It was nice to see all that teamwork. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody knew what they were supposed to do. And it was just amazing to see. Efficiency. Absolutely. It was great. So we'll post pictures. We t- we <laughs> we accidentally, or maybe we were just famished. I don't know. But we accidentally dug into our food. And then I said, oh, we should have taken a picture. Right. So, <laughs> so there's some pieces missing from the food when yeah. we took the pictures. But hey, it's still pictures. It is. And it goes to show you how good the food was because we were just diving right in. I mean, it was really good food. I mean, yeah, we cleaned our plates. I really liked this. I mean, the Brussels sprouts too. Yes. I definitely recommend going. I definitely recommend going just if it's a summer day and you want to hang out on the patio. Hell, if it's a winter day and you're just looking for something to do downtown Cleveland, if you want to support a local Cleveland business. They said something about, you'll have a better memory about this than me, that the two owners were accountants or engineers engineers Engineers. owners were engineers and they got into the brewing and they bought the building yeah i didn't even realize that it had been down there since 2017 yes it was crowded while we were in there i mean it wasn't we didn't have to wait for a table while we did get that bar seating but it wasn't like we were like waiting outside or no definitely plenty of seating there was a party in the back that was blocked yes. off for that party, so there was less seating because of that, but there would have been quite a bit more seating. But the bar itself was full. The bar itself was full. All of the tables had many people sitting at the tables. And if you're concerned about where to go to order at the bar, they have an entrance and an exit for you to place your orders. Yes. So it's not like you would have to be trying to get the bartender's attention or anything. They have an entrance and an exit for you to go and take care of everything that you need to take care of. They're very prompting of coming up to the people who are up there to order food. I've been to some bars where I'm standing there forever, like waiting, and I see one person like going back to this long bar, back and forth, back and forth, and they never wait on you. That was not the case at this place. Well, and we went on a Thursday night. What did they have? Three bartenders back there? So, like she said, the bar was full. It was, and it's 100 foot. Remember, it's 100 foot long. Now, the one thing that was not even anything bad to say about it, but the parking. So, it's kind of like on the corner, but the parking's like a little bit down the block and around the corner and we actually had to go to the next block for parking it does seem like it's metered parking it does not look like that's during the day i believe yes we did not put any money in the meter. yeah because we were there at night and i will say tony kept making fun of me for this but that street that we parked on was beautiful it was i don't think i've ever been on that street before i saw women walking by themselves like it didn't seem like a place of concern there was seating all the whole way down that block. Yeah. Bench seating and chair seating almost set up like living room style. I don't know. I just was very impressed. I know it's so silly, but I was so impressed with that street. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of outdoor seating there. There was. Um, like I said, I recommend it. I would definitely go back. I definitely recommend for you to try it if you haven't tried it before. There's plenty of different kind of beers that they are brewing up. 
I think you should go. Oh, and they have merchandise there that you can purchase also. Glasses, sunglasses, t-shirts, hoodies. Beer. Beer, yes. You can take beer home with you. Yes. 30, 32 ounces and 64 ounces. Yes. 32 ounces is the crowler. Yes. 64 ounces is the growler. And they can it right there in front of you. Cleaning it and everything right there in front of you before they fill that can. And then they date the can. They label it and date it. So I thought that was really cool. I totally recommend uh, going to this place for food or just a cocktail, a local Cleveland beer. That's what this podcast is about, is exploring Cleveland and finding local Cleveland restaurants, local Cleveland eatery, and definitely local Cleveland breweries. Join us next time for our adventures on the Nautica Queen. Exploring Cleveland was created and produced by Heidi Johnson and Tony Gambino. Please contact us if you are a listener and have suggestions of where we should go next, or if you are a local business that would like to advertise on our podcast, please email us at exploringclevelandht at gmail.com. All rights reserved.